episode 249, how to get your book published. The three clear ways to achieve this. Welcome, check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week I start it off with me, myself, and I and my thoughts on the week, and this is also accompanied by the brand new for 2017, Awaken Your Alpha TV on YouTube, so please do jump over there. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Alan. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to my completely free men's mastermind on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW. The actual guests are in that group. I'm in there daily and basically connect with like-minded individuals. Please do share, review, like. Um, if, you ha- if you have been listening to this for a while and you haven't managed to get a chance to review it, please do, it makes a huge difference. And reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference and a change in yourself and in the world. And I look forward to sharing this week's guest towards the end of the week. I know it'd be a good one. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. So episode 249. So close to 250 this week. Friday will be episode 250. Please do tune in for that. Please do listen in. We've got a great one for you. We've got JV Crumb the Third, the Conscious Millionaire is on. So we've got a big, big interview this Friday. Please do check it out if you haven't or if you're hearing this and it's already out. Please do check it out. So again, these weekly current up-to-date thoughts of the week with myself and digging into different topics, they really do you know, chart what's going on in my life, the life of an entrepreneur, finding his way, having some success, having many failures, but keep cracking on as I hope you all are um, and not losing heart. So anyway, I am under it with getting this, my book written to the deadline to the publishers. Um, Self-imposed deadline is kind of now for the first draft and it's not done, um, but that's okay because I do set these deadlines quite tight to give me a kick up the arse um, and blast to it. It's a self-imposed deadline, but I've been going flat out for a good couple of weeks now on top of having the consistent writing for, I started so I started the writing process just for the first draft on July 4th. I will always remember because it's the 4th of July in America, the first 4th of July I've actually spent in the country. Um, even though I've been here a little while. I didn't have writer's blocks, I hadn't started, but I was like, how do you start? And it was 4th of July, looking over the lake, and I was like, geez, if you can't start now, and it dawned on me, how am I sitting in this position, you know, on a lake in northern Michigan, when just a good couple of years ago, it was just, you know, a pipe dream. So yes, that was the way I got started, but so I started, I've been doing it for a good couple of months, the actual just first draft writing, and I mean, I don't been like I haven't been faffing around. I've been I've been consistently writing. I've interviewed a lot of people who have been self-published. I've interviewed people who have been you know traditionally published, and I've interviewed people who publish um, authors as their as their business as, as their job. I've interviewed people specifically when I knew this book was coming. Really picked out people that I thought you know let's learn from what they they've got and share that on. And I've got I've got a good one coming up in the next couple of weeks of someone who's five or six best best-selling books. I think they're all self-published, I have to recall, but and it'll come out in the interview and the pros and cons of that. So 
I had published a book before. I had been part of a book, um, but it was a co-authored book. Um, quite honestly, you know, the, the main role of this is, is for the profile. This was, and it, it served its purpose for me um, back in 2013. It was, I think, mentally for me as well, is to break out of um, the mindset of being a teacher, a strength and conditioning coach. Um, and it was to help bridge that gap and it opened a lot of do- you know what I say opened a lot of doors it probably gave me the belief to use it as a tool to smash down some doors um, get use that bestseller title to get better guests and just leverage it um, so it, it was useful for that um, as the book stands you know I've got one chapter in a book of 20 30 chapters so always wanted a fully published author and have my own book that I'm happy to you know that I want to give out and that as a step regardless as who's written it I'm like this is an awesome book you know that sort of book that's got that kind of prestige and not you know it's become the barriers to publishing are so low um, and there's such a saturation of non-writers entrepreneurs putting out a book purely for that prestige you know as I've just mentioned there Regardless, you know, what's in the book? Is it any good? They're putting it out there as a marketing tool. Everyone has a book in them if they give it the time, but so many people, I think, rush it and just put out a book that they've just literally diaried their their mind onto a page for a couple of weeks and just chuck it out there. The reality was with my, my co-author book, I'd actually written a, you know, a full book um, that I was looking to be, to find a publisher for. And then this opportunity came on my lap um, the big positive, obviously, had a tight deadline. I'd already written my book, um, so I just then, what were chapters, cut that down. 20 chapters, for example, I just cut that down, 20 tips, and just cut, 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 cut. Um, and it got out there, it served its purpose. That was 2012, 2013. Getting this book out there to as many people as possible was not as clear, whereas I saw a clear opportunity. Anyway, that's my history. So back to today. If you'd switched off there, <laughs> let's get on to three clear ways to get your book published to achieve this and this is I really looked at all of them because you know these are always evolving number one is traditional publishing um, that's you know historically that's what everyone's that's you know that's with the big names that's what your parents your grandparents they will be familiar with that number two self-publishing and then number three the hybrid publishing which is what really interests me because that's you know that's that's come on leaps and bounds in the last few years so these are the three i'm going to talk about and i'm going to talk about pros and cons for each and then you make up your mind because you're it's a very individual thing it's not a case of saying this is the best this is the worst it's purely um an individual decision for where you are currently both in mindset financially and timelines of you know and the reasons why you're writing a book or if you've written a book what you want to do with it the future you see with it I'm going to put it into my mindset. So in writing this book, you know, this has been, as I say, a life's work, three plus years of research, hundreds and hundreds of interviews, hundreds of hours of editing, searching these people, editing, doing all that I'm doing. I literally, I do everything for the podcast. It's, it's my baby. And really, you know, Clayton, researching what is Awaken Your Alpha. How can we all learn and you know, be inspired by these legendary people from around the world um, and how can how can man evolve and more people ultimately hack life uh, a bit cheesy but that that's basically it so with that in mind I, I've done the work to get to this point so regardless of what I'm going to say next my number one goal and focus 
and what matters to me in this is as many people read it as possible and having a quality book and something that you know people really enjoy to read and not be in which I think is going to be a hard challenge lumped in with okay this is an entrepreneur and they've done a book brilliant this I want this to be a standalone legendary book that you know people get passed around and it's talked about uh, fondly and people actually read because it's surprising how many people don't read the classic you know oh Bob's got Bob the entrepreneur's got a book out he's just trying to promote his prod his product his service his business whatever so that is not my intention essentially if I'm not doing this to make money I'm doing this to get it out to as many people as possible um, and because I'm very realistic to make money directly from book sales if you're relying on that you shouldn't be if you look across the average it is literally the one percent who will make that kind of money that's really going to make any kind of impact directly from the book obviously a different show about talking how to monetize the book and you know leading to whatever products services or what it is you do or raising your profile for whatever you're doing speaking gigs or whatever okay my number one fear going into this process um, and getting this book out there the worst possible result for me is that all this hard work all these years this research or you know ultimately sacrificing time as well as money that the book goes unread and gathering dust just in researching the book yesterday just transcribing one of the interviews so i'm having to re-listen to these interviews get them transcribed then make cut out all the areas errors even and then cut that down to fit into the book then put it in the right place so i'm re-listening to the interviews and it's just something just popped to mind of one of the um i think it's cole hatter uh, make money matter and um, thrive the event he runs um, you know, you could have, if you haven't got marketing, you could have the cure for cancer. But if you can't get it out there to uh, as many people as possible, it's worthless. Or you can't get it out there to people. And that's marketing. And it's the same for the book. This this will be a really good book. And I think it will stand shoulder to shoulder with some great books out there. But if no one reads it, it's absolutely pointless and worthless. Um, so that is the, the, the number one fear going into this. And I'm not just saying, oh, that's my fear. I've got it covered. No, that is the fear through and through this entire process. Right, barriers are down for everyone, so it's is relatively easy. Anyone can publish a book, um, but that also means the actual reality of getting a book published, a successful book published and read by a lot of people, is not easy. It is, means it's very competitive with all the you know because everyone can do it in theory. So, quick rundown of three publishing methods: traditional, self, and hybrid positives and negatives for both and I'll leave you with that because uh, this has already gone on quite a while <laughs> okay traditional publish publishing positives the kudos is high if you especially you're gonna go if you go for manage to get linked to a well-known publishing house that'll raise your profile that's huge distribution they will you know they will cover all the distribution and they have links to, into bookstores it's no guarantee but you know you very likely to get it on the shelves in some way shape or form they wouldn't be working with you if they didn't think they could smash it and sell out of books etc they cover the marketing um can be questionable its efficiency you need you the author to work with that as well project management they handle all the project management in terms of getting the book written written and well not book written getting the book <laughs> you got to write the book getting getting the entire book process and what happens so it means that you can focus on being the right to get in the book written to the, the best of your abilities and just focus on that um, and that's one thing if you listen to any of the Awakening Alpha episodes if you can focus in your area of genius hoping you're a very good writer but apart from that hoping whatever you're writing about you you know you got something special in that area whether it's you know bringing 
the best out of people and collating and researching and finding um, the, the the golden information from a specific group of people like that's what I think is one of my superpowers and getting the best out of people in interviews and then putting it out there to the world and also success leaves clues and pulling out as common themes and a framework of what is awaken your alpha um, and how I think in people's lives especially men's lives can be improved if they follow a, you know aspects um, that are going to be in the book and that's what I'm going to put out there so that's all the positives um, and again it's low risk if you've got low money to spare then this could be your only option and you're going to be hunting hunting waiting for this publisher we're well, not waiting you <laughs> you've got to hustle to get them but it could be one of your one of your only options because of lack of money to get this published yourself or through a hybrid scenario and the other final thing this is even a smaller portion if you listen to this and you're famous well number one give me a give me a testimony give me a review and reach out and maybe our interview but if you're famous you may get an advance of money to write the book dollars you know it's a publishing signing deal that kind of thing that's a rarer rarer less and less but again if you're famous you know if you're barack obama um, you're going to get an advance to write a book so there you go negatives lack of freedom how you speak and your deadlines will be you know largely controlled or modified um, in line with the publishing house's um, decisions and how they it's, it's, it's ultimately it's their product so again link, link to that lack of control what you do and say about the book and even your future work um, is, you might be have some serious limitations on that and ownership the high financial risk or the high money put in it is by the publishing house not you so you don't you don't have ownership and to varying degrees depending on what you've signed um, lack of marketing they make they they've got their generic marketing they may chuck some marketing at it but there's still there's no guarantee of success you need we need to put the effort in as well and let's say it goes really well you've got this you know they think it's going to go well um and you sell millions and millions loss of profit and it's very rare that it's obviously going to sell millions and millions the publishing house had all the risk they put the money in so they get paid another big risk for me was this is slow relatively slow you know you've got to you've got to get that publishing deal and then with all their their processes and systems they're in control of when it goes out and it's usually a, you know six months a year to two you know it's slow so it could be loss of time and opportunity depending on what you want to do um and you, you know you may have this huge itch do you want to get it out much like me so that's probably one of the one of the negatives to that i was really looking to that and then the reality of when it would be out if i went through the publishing houses um you know the big traditional ones I thought I had a good chance if I was focusing on that to get that to make that a reality. Basically, it would have been out the earliest when I really want to be onto a completely different project, I'm not talking about the book so much. Um, literally, like doing something huge that I'm not even going to dilute this episode with. So, self publishing. I 100% thought I was going to go self publishing because of really the reasons of what I said the speed and I wanted and the control. So, the positives there freedom, control, and ownership. You basically do what you you do whatever you want with it and you can yeah it's just complete freedom and control and i wanted that i wanted my you know my book to have my voice in it if i said something stupid hey that's my call that means i must be stupid in that area uh, might appeal to someone might not but i want to have my voice and i don't want to be doctored to be generic as if that makes sense self-publishing positive maximum profit but again you get you get not 100 percent, but you get you know 90 percent of nothing is still <laughs> isn't is not a lot so you've got to be max profit yeah all think all brilliant i get to keep all i make oh you've made nothing so okay there you go well done <laughs> so 
your risk and everything in terms of finance and in everything it's self-published so you get rewarded distribution is on you though the marketing the positive well the marketing budget is up to you it could be as as long as a piece of string have a positive you know the time and opportunity so as i said quick as you can or as quick as you want um, you're not waiting on others and it can be it's relatively low risk you can spend it can be very cheap to self-publish however you get what you pay for in a certain sense you've got to obviously you've got to put your time into it still and that's money professional editing is really needed english was not my you know did not appeal to me at school it was not my strong suit i i worked hard at it to get distinctly average to good results but i worked hard at that whereas i know a lot of people get similar sort of results without working hard at that but in into adult life it's right it's a whole new thing and i absolutely love writing but you know i think it largely depends what you're writing about and your excitement and passion for the subject but yeah i need a professional editor i would yeah i could do it but like anything that would take me absolutely years to get it to a decent standard and in theory cost me lots more in terms of time and money okay negatives to self-publishing so i was really sold on the self-publishing route completely honestly going into this process to relook at them again but this is why you gotta have an open mind um negatives lower kudos anyone can do it um, and it can look amateurish like i've just said about it i could get a self-published book up on you know amazon um and can i could get it up there you know in a in a week or less that brings the um the kudos down in terms of there's a lot of crap out there um and you know you can get lumped with it and if you cut corners um it can look very amateurish and it's an issue it's definitely an issue distribution it's harder to get listed with wholesalers than to get you into physical bookstores um you're ultimately becoming a publisher as well so another negative project manager everything is down to you and again unless you pay a specific project manager to come in um, and once you start paying for all these individuals, in a lot of cases, I think you need to avoid being an amateur at it, then it may lead you to the hybrid publishing, which I'm going to talk about. Lack of marketing. All marketing's on you if you're a self-publisher. So you've got to have a high, high hustle. But again, if you see that thing, when it comes to marketing, I think for all the three options, you need high hustle for your marketing. Another negative, hidden costs. I found out you have to buy um, a minimum of 10 ISBN numbers uh, for a printed book not just digital so there's a big difference there and i this is i'm this is going to be a printed book i read printed books i don't read a lot of digital books um just doesn't float my boat and you know if that's not what i like why would i want to have a digital book out there that's not in print okay and then technical know-how as you know it's an ever-changing environment unless you're an expert publisher something could have changed and it could waste a lot of time um, and then post-publication hassle. I hadn't even thought about this one. If you're going to go down this route, you are, and this is for a printed book, you are a publisher, not just an author. So again, it can split your focus. Um, and I won't go into the details of post-publication hustle or hassle even, but there, there is a fair bit. And then finally, the third option, hybrid. This is really, you know, the middle of between the two self-publishing and traditional publishing. This is a partnership and it's a bridge between the two. Um, but the important thing I think here as well is with a reputable com uh, company, you're going to hear it in the negatives as well um, about not going with a reputable com uh, company. Positives, freedom, control and ownership. Another thing I, I think is pos very positive, you know your costs. Generally, you know your costs from the start. It's You can fit for your budget generally. Um, professional production, this was huge for me. I have no worries with what I'm putting out there in terms of content and you know I'm collating a lot of 
legendary interviews with my framework of Awaken Your Alpha, the formula I've cooked up over the last three, four years. Um, but the professional production, I don't want it to be lost without that professional production and looking as good as it could. And also, you know, basic English. Yes, I want the way I speak to come through, but I don't want it to look amateurish. So that you're dealing with experienced publishers. This is what they do. Project management, they handle generally all of around the book publication and what needs to be done and can, you know, corral you a little bit. So once the book is, you know, handed to a certain extent, yes, you've got to still have input, but you can largely start your marketing efforts and focus on that. Another positive, it's a real publisher. So the kudos is still there, but again, that's when you need to go with a reputable publisher. It's not just you, you know, it's a rep, make sure you pick a reputable publisher. Another positive, the quality is going to be up there in terms of, again, if you pick the right publisher. Higher royalties as you have you as the, the author has taken on a lot of the upfront costs. So you're risking something, you're risking more. So if, and or in this case, I like to talk positively, when the book does well, you're gonna get a, a higher percentage of the royalties. You do obviously share that, but it's not like a traditional publisher where you would get the very minor um, of the royalties because you're hoping it's gonna sell millions and millions, which is very rare, but this book, you'll get a higher percentage of the royalties. Again, not all of them, but you're kind of in it together. It is a partnership. They will earn money out of it, um, and you will also if it goes well. Another one, this is another positive that really stuck out for me. Easy access to stock for the author. If you get the right, check this, if you get the right hybrid company, um, so they can sell you copies direct if you, you, know, you want them. And it's not like you have to print off, you know, um, again, because I've, I've experienced companies like this, you have to, oh, you have to order 100 or, you know, 200 or whatever. So they're basically, they're going to make money off you buying these books at not really, uh, you know, stock cost. Um, so make sure you find out what is the cost to you as the author and can you buy like, do you have to buy like 100 or can you buy like 1, 2, 3, 4, 10? And do you get them at generally like they're not making profit off you as the author as they shouldn't be at that stage because you've already paid for their services and done a partnership with them. Some of the negatives with hybrid, higher financial risk and upfront costs with hybrid uh, publishing compared to all the others really. Still lack of marketing. Um, yes, a lot of hybrid companies will do the marketing as a separate package if you pay them from it. It's kind of a different thing. So yeah, lack of marketing. Marketing is still on you to do and get that organized. Distribution, it's listed um, with you know wholesalers and can get onto bookshelves, but it's less likely to make it onto shelves with a hybrid publisher unless unless they've got very direct channels, unless they've got a you know track record in that, um, unless your book is legendary ultimately. I think we need to come back to that. If the book is crap, um, that that is gonna be the number one thing out of all of whatever publishing route you go down. And the hybrid publisher, the final negative that I think is a huge one and why it gets a bad name and why I was like, I'm self-publishing. I want this is going to be my baby, and I, you know, I, I tend to go that way sometimes. Um, shoot myself in the foot just because you know I want to do everything, which you know is um, can be a weakness. Hybrid publishing, a big negative is predators. There's so many companies out there that they will take you on regardless of if you've got absolute rubbish. Say, regardless if your book idea is useless, regardless of you know everything about it, they don't care. They just want to overcharge you over promise you and then they've made their money it's literally you pay us x amount whatever we're we're getting this printed for you this rubbish and just boom sits on the shelf they print it once and then that's it's just there so that there's companies out there like that so watch out for them but if you go with an actual 
reputable, established publishing house that's got a track record of working with only authors that they're happy to represent their brand as well. Look at their previous work, they only publish quality authors and they've got distribution, they've had like bestsellers, they've had people do very well. And I don't mean the, the Amazon bestsellers where it just jumps for like one day and then disappears. Books that are continuing to sell and books that have actually you see in um, bookshop bookstores, which is a big pull for me. So that's, I think you might have guessed, but going through that, I have gone down, surprised myself, I've gone down the hybrid route and also, the reality is um, self-publishing, yes, you can t you can publish it whenever you want. Um, I want this out. I set myself deadlines. Um, 2017, so it's going to be launched. <laughs> mm, I'm, I think we're looking at now, just because of my schedule and being in England, um, early January, we're looking at picking the right time. And with their, again, project management and involvement, we're looking at, at the latest, like 3rd of January. But again, don't hold me to that yet. That's a provisional date because, again, this is the input from experts. Um, I will get a 2018 publishing date, first published in my book, as opposed to I launch it naive in some ways. I launched it mid-December, which was my original plan and what I hit them with. Um, and then within a few weeks, it's in theory, you know, it's, a, it's tw we're in 2018 and your book is 2017. It's already a year old. So minor things. Um, so they're, they're, they put some input. So I'm leaning towards the uh, first or, you know, third of January once people have recovered from New Year's. Um, but yeah, so I've gone with hybrid and shout out, you know, largely my research and sort of bring this together positive and minuses. Um, Joe Gregory, shout out to him. They're the company I'm working with and publishing with. Rethink Press. Um, this isn't this isn't an advert. Really helpful in in bringing this all together. And ultimately, with a hybrid publisher, the key thing it came down to. Yes, I could do all of this myself. I've actually probably got quite a lot of knowledge around that. And you know, speaking to speaking to people like Joe Gregory and other people who've gone through self-publishing, hybrid publishing, traditional publishing, and I've weighed it all up. And yeah, I could do it. But do I want to become a publisher personally? No, that's um, just going to dilute and take me away from my mission which is to help men really thrive into 2018 and so and get this message out to as many people as possible men and women because this this book is going to be for men but also for women in terms of what you can learn how a lot of men think feel and the struggles they're having because um, if you've got a man in your life this is essential to know um, and what's driving them and you know we're mental creatures much like yourself ladies so this is going to be a really useful book for all I haven't got the, the subtitles organized exactly yet but it's inspirational tales and tactics to thrive as a man into 2018 but it's, it's gonna be along them lines anyway bit extended one this week so have a great week 250 episodes this friday so please do tune in for that we've got jv crumb the conscious millionaire and i'll be doing some cool stuff on facebook i haven't you know i'll be doing some live stuff so jump over to facebook awaken your alpha adam lewis walker hook up me with there i'm going to try and get some guests to drop in it's a bit more spontaneous but you know it's 250 and i'm getting my head down writing 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 this book getting the first draft I'm literally close to printing it out and just laying it out everywhere and scribbling and cutting stuff out. I'm already on like, I'm already well over. The yeah, publishers as well have put a, you know, a limit on how many words, which again, for sensible reasons, um, I'm already well over. So it's gonna, I've still got, I haven't finished writing the first draft yet. So <laughs> cool things to come. Have a great week. Uh, reach out to me if any of this was useful, resonates. If you're writing a book, I'd love to know and support you and find out about that. And you know, we're stronger together. I'm writing a book, so let's uh, let's uh, enjoy this together. Okay, have a good one. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review.
It'll help get him off my back. <laughs>